3: All right, so welcome into a a little special uh, type edition of uh, Topic Thunder. Uh, We're joined in um, by a special guest. Uh, We're joined in by Brandon Robinson, um, at Scoop B on Twitter. And um, he he works for the MSG Network. He has a podcast, Scoop B Radio. Um, I mean, he's also a senior writer for B-Ball Society uh, dot com. Um, but the reason we're having him on is because he set the Thunder Twitter world on fire uh, with a recent tweet that he sent out um, stating that. So I'm going to read you the tweet. So Oklahoma City Thunder talk. So Paul George may be dealing with a minor tear in his ro- rotator cuff in his shoulder. I've heard uh, Thunder have not disclosed the injury as of yet. Uh, and then he followed that up with his article uh, that basically says rest. Rest, ice, and physical therapy are usually the best treatments for the rotator cuff injuries. If injury is severe and involves a complete tear of the muscle or tendon, you might need some surgery. So, of course, with how Thunder Twitter and how the Thunder fan fanatics are when it comes to feeling like they're snake bitten, this kind of hits us right where it hurts. So, let me go ahead and introduce Mr. Brandon Robinson. Brandon, thank you for coming on real quick. Man,
2: thank you both for having me. I, I feel right at home already talking to you. I feel like we could talk for hours.
3: <laughs> that sounds good, man. That sounds good. So let's get to the let's get to the nitty gritty real quick. So this. uh This thing that you heard, you said you got it in a text message. So was there anything else said in that? Was there anything that kind of, you know, gave you a little bit more evidence to it, gave you a little bit more proof to to that text?
2: So, you were cutting in and out a little bit. But for what I gathered, your question was basically, who was it, and how did I get that information? Yes. So <clears throat> if for those who you know are paying attention and who aren't familiar with me, uh, I have a podcast called Scoopy Radio. I'm also a senior writer. Um I throughout the course, I'm a senior writer at basketball society and contribute to heavy dot com. And um, I'll say that since June, July, I've broken a series of stories um, that have, been fruitful and have been true. Um, and and just to kind of reel off a few things that have been accurate, um, Markel Fultz in the situation with his thoracic syndrome, whatever it was, I don't remember the exact name, but uh, I had reported back in November or October um, that a motorcycle accident was the cause of the leak. So I shared that with me. Um, mm-hmm. In addition to that, I was reporting in June about uh, LeBron James and Space Jam, particularly as it relates to um, uh, a trailer that was supposed to be used. Um, Or um, basically, um, the trailer was supposed to be a part of a rollout for his announcement of going to Los Angeles, and a few other things. Um, I report about Uh, potentially having a trade with the Knicks on January fifteenth. The trade was commenced on the twenty eighth of January. Um, So I have a track record of of predicting things and knowing things and and having information. And I can share with you that the person who shared that information with me about uh, Paul George was the same person who shared the information with me about uh, the Dennis Smith trade. Now, if you go back, the Dennis Smith trade did not include Chris Stapp's Porzingis because this was before Porzingis and the Knicks had a meeting. But other people who were involved in that particular trade, meaning uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., um, and, and, uh, Courtney Lee and others were involved in the trade as well as Wesley Matthews, as I, as I reported on the 15th of January. Uh, so when you look at this situation with Paul George, he did sit out for three games and did have an issue, injured his shoulder in the game against the Denver Nuggets. And the person who shared that information with me in the early morning of, uh, of, of, Sunday, I uh, shared that, that, you know, they spoke with a reliable source within the Thunder's organization who, um, shared that this was a thing. And, um, I'm going to go with my source, uh, particularly because my source has a track record of knowing what's going on.
1: Yeah, that seems fair, man. I mean, look, none of us are... We actually just got done recording a podcast, and we're inserting this interview into the middle of that podcast um, where we discussed this tweet and, and our feelings about it on the podcast. And where we basically landed was... None of us would be totally shocked if this was correct, because, I mean, obviously he just missed a few games with a shoulder, quote unquote, soreness. Um, And, you know, like he's playing, he's obviously leaving a lot of shots short. He's got all that tape on his shoulder. So, like, it can either be soreness or um, it can be, as you're saying, a minor tear in in his uh, rotator cuff. Rotator cuff. Yes. Thank you. So <laughs> the, the, the question that I'm kind of wondering is, do you think that this report of a tear in his rotator cuff is an update to the future of his season or an update to what the injury he's operating with is? Do you think this will impact his, his going forward play?
2: I'm no Dr. James Andrews. I, I stick to reporting and writing and writing right, okay. stories. But what I will say is this, um, I actually admire, uh, Paul George's, uh, drive this season and a, mm-hmm. and a season where everybody has been talking about, um, James Harden, the emergence of, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks and the demise, which has become unfortunately the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and Anthony Davis, if you want to add that as well, um, it's it's kind of an encouraging thing to see, you know, the Thunder um, and Paul George have a good season. You know, going into the season, I aside from the fact that I actually like the the colorway of, of you guys' uniforms, I actually <laughs> totally for the Thunder. Like, real talk, like. You want to see an underdog win. You know, I went to college in the greater Philadelphia area. And so Rocky Balboa is one of my favorite movies, or rather Rocky is one of my favorite movies. (laughs) And, you know, Allen Iverson is one of my favorite athletes. You love an underdog. You know, you like somebody who's, you know, not expected to do well. You know, even when you look at the, the, the Western Conference standards this season, you look at a team like the Portland Trailblazers. I think everybody in the Western Conference, we know who Steph Curry is. We know who Kevin Durant is. You know, but when you look at a situation like the Thunder where nobody expected them to do as well as they did, I put out a tweet and Twitter ate me alive when I said that I thought that this season, you know, Russell Westbrook was the top point guard in the NBA this season. And people were like, well, what about Steph? What about Steph? You know, I I think that a lot of times people just get sold on what's what's popular and they don't look at the full course meal. They see what the fast food is. Um, So to answer your question directly about Paul George, um, I can't answer that question because I don't know. And I think greats usually figure out how to to, to deal with that in, with with those type of injuries. And I'm putting mm-hmm. him in that category. I mean, he's endured a leg injury, you know, and the Team USA situation it could have derailed his career. So to me, what's a shoulder injury to him? That's a bug bite.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and one thing I'd, I I want to get a little bit more specific because I I think you mentioned that it happened uh, during the Denver game, right? Right. I've, was there a specific play that was mentioned or, or something that, that sort of was the the tip off to this as far as per the source or anything like that?
2: As, at full disclosure, um, I got that message from my source about his injury because they're in contact with someone in Oklahoma City. What I can tell you directly um, about that injury, I was going based upon game notes. I, didn't, I did not watch that Denver game. Okay. But based upon the, the writing that I was reading from other uh, uh, OKC Thunder writers uh, and stuff that I was seeing aggregated, it was said that um, the Denver game was the injury, that it happened. Yes. You, you were saying no, I'm something. sorry.
1: Go ahead. Go
2: ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so I, I, I can only go based off of that. As far okay. as what my source said, um, there are sort of, there are a few other things that I that I am hearing, but because of HIPAA laws and what was shared, I can't mm-hmm. really go into detail specifically about that. But what I will say is um, that the situation with um, Paul George was more of a situation that was based upon the shoulder from the Denver game. But um, I didn't get more specifics on what happened. I just know that it was a play that did happen. And I know that he sat out a few games. And I'll also add that You know, and I wrote this in the article, Kobe Bryant, his last season, uh, the 2015-2016 season, um, he actually had a rotator cuff injury and was often, you know, sidelined here and there. The difference between Kobe and the difference between Paul George is Paul George is is a lot younger in 2019. um, And I think he'll be all right. He also, no pun intended, has someone like Russell Westbrook who can shoulder the load. um, (laughs) And uh, I think think (laughs) he'll be all right. You like that,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, now I, 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 can appreciate that. You're not offering a, a prognosis. You're offering your, your sources offering a diagnosis, and I get I'm that. I'm
2: offering you a scoopnosis. That's a, it. Skooknosis. Yeah. That's
1: what we're coining terms here on top. I, I will say that the other difference, and I read your article. The other difference between those two things is that you said in that article that Kobe couldn't lift his shoulder above his head he couldn't move his arm that next no, day right no. and paul george is still shooting jumpers he's leaving them short but he's still shooting them <laughs>
2: sure. that's youth and and, yeah. and you know i as i and was severity that maybe.
1: and maybe severity of injury right like oh, maybe yeah. it's a partial tear and you called it a minor tear right so yeah
2: i think but i think that i i, I know this about thunder fans like you guys are passionate like I respect that, you know, so, I, you know, people like, look, let's keep it a buck. Somebody, I happen to be good looking, but, you know, who the hell is this Brandon Robinson guy saying this stuff? And he's baked here. <laughs> and <talking> about <laughs> Lord, and, and, and. I probably said the same thing, too, but I, I, I'm not going anywhere, you know. So I, I feel at the end of the day, like, you have to be responsible. I feel I was responsible. I could have been a jerk and just said, tear. All they heard was tear rotator cuff, and they think the season is over because the Thunder have had a hell of a season, man. Honestly, like all, all respect due to, you, to the Oklahoma City Thunder and what they've been able to do, um, in a in a Western Conference that you know has the Warriors and you know the 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 Houston Rockets and other people. But, um, you know, as I was writing this article, I'm gonna tell you what came to mind. Like you, you, you talked about where I talked about um Kobe not being able to lift his arm. One of my favorite movies is Friday and, uh, you know, with Ice Cube and, and mm-hmm. the first Friday, and I remember when, um...
3: That's the only Friday.
2: Oh. Oh. I, I'd argue Friday after <laughs> next was pretty good. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm a
3: next Friday kind of guy, <laughs> personally. Okay. <laughs> okay, S.A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Baby Joker in the house, man. Come on. <laughs>
2: but remember the scene in the Friday movie, um... When, uh, I'll say this, we're, we're, we're recording, when, when Craig was a little, well, actually, when his father went in to bring some water to him or some iced tea and he dropped the, the, the ice on the floor, mm-hmm. and he was like, he put it, he put the ice in the cup anyway, even though it was on the floor. Yeah. Imagine Paul George trying to lift his hand to get the ice. That'd be pretty painful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I and I think that in this situation, you know, I think a lot of times, People hear playoffs are coming next month, but don't realize there's actually two and a half weeks left in the season. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of time. If, I, if, if I'm Paul George, I'm trying to get as much ice, rehab, and relaxation as I can because he's going to have to hoist up some shots to the playoff and compete against a tough Utah Jazz who they actually play Monday.
3: Yeah. Most definitely. So so kind of final question I want to throw out there. So kind of based on what you – it seems like you, you you know a little bit about the history as far as – Oklahoma City and how they deal with injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of looking at this, would you would you surmise that the Thunder would they put Paul George in any type of further danger if he could not further re-injure this the shoulder?
2: No, I mean mm-hmm. Scoot, when you when ready you ready look out? at their situation, I mean, like I tell you this, I'm not in every NBA city, but I know what are going on in specific cities and what I've actually learned over the last 24 hours is kind of just the thunder protocol. Like I know that their security protocol, cause I, I'm in, c- in touch with the various uh, league security throughout the NBA and know that the, the, the thunder have specific protocol. As far as the medical protocol, I, I have no point of reference, but I have learned over the course of the season, for example, the Los Angeles Lakers protocol. What I can tell you specifically, and um, speaking with someone within Los Angeles is they're very vague. And you're seeing it in how the LeBron James situation is handled. Mm -hmm. If you go back in January, I reported on January 11th that LeBron James' injury was more complex than was being reported. Mm -hmm. And I said that LeBron could miss up until March. LeBron ended up coming back January 31st. I can tell you that I spoke with someone uh, connected to Rich Paul who told me that Rich Paul said that LeBron would come back um, the Philadelphia game, which was, I think, right before the All-Star break. Or the week of the also break. I think it was like a Sunday. I can't remember when it was. Mid-February. Comparatively to the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, they're honest and they're transparent, but they're not giving all details. Now, do you compare that to the Lakers? No, because the Lakers are the Lakers. The Thunder are the Thunder. They're a smaller market Mm -hmm. team with all due respect. Mm -hmm. um, And I think that because they're such a tight knit community, they're more outgoing and outspoken. They've been tight lit. But you're also dealing with the star power that is Paul George. And so with that comes a different responsibility, particularly because the spotlight is on him and he's having an MVP caliber season. Who wants to disappoint the fans and say he's hurt if my report, which I believe is true, comes out as true versus Los Angeles has the bright lights. It's a whole different responsibility and they got to sell tickets. They're going to sell tickets regardless. Oklahoma City, I would imagine, would be a little different. Would they still come if Paul Jordan's hurt? That's a question because they still have Russell Westbrook.
3: Mm-hmm. I think there's
2: a lot more to it. <laughs> what you said? we'll be there? We'll I said there. they would. They would yeah. for sure.
1: Eighteen thousand two hundred and three, count on yeah. it. Yeah, I got two of them <laughs> in this house every game, so I understand that one. <laughs> hey, look, man. Um, I, we respect your reporting. Uh, we think you do a good job. You've you've obviously cited your sources. It sounds like you know a couple doctors across the league. <laughs> you, got, you got some medical sources. Uh, so we respect your reporting. I hope with all my heart you're wrong,
2: but that's nothing personal. <laughs> I hope the sticking a needle in your eye. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, man. Hey. Nothing personal. I hope you're. I hope you're so wrong. <laughs> but,
2: uh, man, man, I, if anything, I'm glad that I made I made some friends with you guys, and uh, there we y- go. Y- y- You let me speak my piece because most uh, I definitely, checked, man. I, I check my comments. Y'all lit my ass on fire. <laughs> and, and, and I want to I say we got a few reckless ones out
3: there so I apologize if any of them came too out of line but uh, I, I can tell you it wasn't anybody with us and and yeah I apologize in advance <laughs> hey it's been great having you on Brandon we'll definitely have you on some more we, we really enjoyed this interaction right here yeah, um, sure. so so check your, your DMs we'll be talking to you and, um, and thank you for coming on in, su- in such definitely- short notice
2: Oh, of course, man. Anytime. Thank you for having me, fellas. Scoop
1: B Radio. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.